The world of work is rapidly changing, and the current pandemic has accelerated and accentuated the need for many of us to enhance our skills to thrive in this new world. The DSM Employment Ready podcast series is for the Greater Des Moines workforce to learn tools, tips, and techniques to increase employability value and to become the employee you want to be. You can find resources to improve your talent, skill set, and competencies with the Workforce podcast series. Hello. I'm Deidre, and welcome to another episode of the Des Moines Employment Ready podcast series. Thank you to the Greater Des Moines Partnership for allowing us to share a few tips and tricks through this series, and thank you all for taking a few minutes out of your day to listen. Today, I hope to share a few takeaway items with you to continue to learn and grow personally and professionally. Today's topic will be growth and continuous learning. Let me start by introducing myself. I'm Deidre Meyer, employee owner and IT recruiter at the Palmer Group. Palmer Group is a full service employment agency with the purpose of making lives better. So our role is to help clients find qualified talent to fill open positions in a variety of disciplines. We also offer outplacement services and IT managed services. I'm excited to share a few things that I'm both personally and professionally passionate about, growth and continuous learning. In the first episode of this podcast series, our HR manager, Brian Berry, talked about having a sense of purpose. And I wanna start there today. He shared that most successful and joyous people have a personal purpose and seek to live that purpose out each day. So let's take a minute and reflect on our personal purpose. How well are you doing living out your purpose each day? Whether you see yourself living your purpose out at 10% or 100%, I personally believe there's always room to learn and improve. The current situation we're in is unprecedented. Navigating COVID-19 has impacted each of us very differently. Some of us are working twice as many hours and some are not able to work at all. Some are managing a house full of children, some all alone in a quiet home. But one thing there's been a lot of talk about during this time is how might we use this time to improve ourselves? The answer to that question can look very different for each of us. So I'm gonna start with what exactly is continuous improvement? Continuous improvement is a dedication to making small changes and improvements every day with the expectation that those small improvements will add up to something significant. Now, a lot of us wanna identify an issue that we wanna improve and start with setting a large goal, trying to take huge steps to accomplish the goal in as little time as possible. This often leads to us getting frustrated and failing. Sometimes trying to take these huge steps in a short amount of time can set us into a perpetual cycle of failure and frustration. So we need to take some time and be more intentional, intentional about setting small goals and taking baby steps. By taking an approach of continuous improvement, we can slowly adjust everyday habits and behaviors that will lead us to hopefully having long-term impacts and improvements. So how do we do that? Let's try and think about it by improving just 1% every single day. So for, for some context, 1% of your day is 14 minutes and 24 seconds. So think about dedicating just 14 minutes a day to work towards improving yourself. Next, you might ask, how does continuous improvement work? Well, by improving just 1%, might not be notable and sometimes isn't even noticeable. It can be extremely meaningful, especially in the long run. If you were to get 1% better each day for one year, you'd actually end up 37 times better by the end of that year. 
Small changes might not feel like they make big differences at the time, but they can definitely add up to big changes over the long run. Sometimes continuous improvement is also talked about as lifelong learning. The definition of lifelong learning is the ongoing, voluntary, and self-motivated pursuit of knowledge for either personal or professional reasons. Lifelong learning not only enhances our personal development, but also self-sustainability, competitiveness, social inclusion, active citizenship, and employability. So I wanna start by sharing two ideas for personal growth and then jump to two ideas for professional growth. Before we start, I believe in both personal and professional growth, it's always great to write down your goals and to track progress through a journal, a planner, or even just a note in your phone. To take it up a notch and really ensure that you're striving for that 1% improvement each day, tell a friend. Studies show that people are more accountable if they know others are aware of their goals. So let's start talking about how we might grow personally. The first way you can improve personally is to do more of what already works. Let me say that one again, do more of what already works. It seems like we often waste resources at our fingertips because they don't seem to be new or exciting. There are so many behaviors that have the opportunity to drive progress in our lives if we just did them more consistently. We don't need to reinvent the wheel or always try to find a new solution or a better strategy. Just do more of what already works and be consistent with it. I challenge you to start thinking of things you already do and how you can improve those things. A couple of things I've personally done more of and strive to do to improve 1% each day are managing a morning routine, regular exercise, and daily reflection. So let's pause a minute and unpack each of those. Managing a morning routine, lots of authors and coaches out there have thoughts on this, but I really like how Robert Holden talks about it. He says, most early morning decisions are about showers, makeup, clothes, children, food, time, or transport. Now these are all doing decisions as opposed to being decisions. What I'm most interested in is not your to-do list, but your to-be list. So in other words, did you make any conscious decisions today about how you wanted to be? Or to put it another way, what sort of day did you decide to have? Let your to-be list be just as important as your to-do list. When you get up in the morning, decide to be optimistic, energetic, kind, and caring. You get to control these thoughts as part of managing your morning routine. Controlling your attitude leads to controlling your day. Another way you can do more of something that already works is through regular movement and exercise. Now, the athlete and coach in me might come out a little bit in describing the importance of this one, but movement every day does the body well. Can you find 15 minutes a day to move your body? A walk while on a call exercises during commercials of a TV show, playing with your children outside, or watching a short YouTube video for yoga or stretching. So many studies out there show that moving your body daily helps your muscles, joints, lungs, heart, and brain. Now I could go on and on on this topic, another podcast for another time, but I'll leave it at this. Find a way to move your body every day. Lastly, when it comes to doing more of what already works, try being intentional with your daily reflection. I really wish I could tell you I'm an expert at this, but honestly, it's a work in progress and one of the key things I'm currently working on to be 1% better each day. Could you find 90 seconds a day to pause, 
reflect on your actions, thoughts, feelings, and identify what went well and what you might wanna change for the next day. Some folks might enjoy writing this down, using a gratitude journal to digest, any way that you can jot a note down and come back in a week or a month to identify progress. Something I've personally tried to do is use my commute home from work to reflect on the day thus far. What went well today? What could be changed? And then set an intention to change a thought or behavior for the next day. An up level to daily reflection might be practicing meditation or blocking out intentional quiet time before bed. But I promise you, 90 seconds can make a big impact. There are many other parts of the day, habits, routines, behaviors that we do intermittently that if we just did them more and consistently could make a huge impact on our personal growth. I challenge you to figure out what you can do more of. So personal continuous improvement tip one, do more of what already works. The second way you can continuously improve in your personal life is to set aside time for things you're passionate about and that bring you joy. Plan a time in your schedule for yourself to explore your passions. Don't expect that you'll just have time to devote to these things unless you're intentional and plan this time out for yourself. Doing things that you're passionate about significantly impacts your health. It can actually help you live longer. How often do you get up in the morning excited about the day ahead? Try re reworking that morning routine to find something in your day that makes you happy and then put your focus on it. Making time for your passions will make you happier, likely more productive, and it will inspire others. Doing things you're passionate about does not have to wait until retirement or even until this weekend. There are ways you can incorporate your passions into your everyday life. Mark off time in your planner or your outlook calendar that's intentional and you can dedicate to your passions. I'm confident that your quality of life will improve. Some examples of how you might spend time doing things you're passionate about could be simply set aside time to learn more about things that you enjoy. Read articles, listen to podcasts, or watch videos. Another option might be joining a local group, organization, or board to be involved with others who have passions similar to you. Maybe you're looking to volunteer your time in places or ways that ignite your passion. Schools, libraries, animal shelters, youth activities, the list could go on and on. But could you give up just one hour a week of something else to intentionally schedule time with your passion? Maybe that one hour dedicated to your passion is a workout, time in nature, quiet time to be creative, a dance, or a cooking class. One of my brothers recently started fostering dogs while my other brother has taken on DIY home improvement projects. And my mom, she even joined a line dancing class. These are all really great ideas. And we talk about how we want to do them, but we don't necessarily make the time to do them. I encourage you to make the time. They say people always make time for things that are important to them. So make time for your personal growth by scheduling time to spend doing whatever it is you're passionate about. So, how can you grow and continuously learn in your personal life? Number one, do more of what already works, routines, exercises, and reflection. And number two, make time for your passions. Now let's jump to talk about how we can grow and continuously learn in the workplace. Let's start again with identifying what is continuous learning in the workplace. A quote from HR Services and Learning says that at the individual level, Continuous learning is about expanding your ability to learn by regularly upgrading your skills and increasing your knowledge. 
Continuous learning in the workplace involves viewing your experience as a potential learning and re-examining assumptions, values, methods, policies, and practices. The Associated Press would tell us that continuous learning in the workplace is always learning something new and seeking more knowledge or learning a wide variety of things, not only those related to your current role, seeking new ways of doing things and new experiences, always being up to date on current and future trends and technologies, and being agile. Things change, stuff happens. Continuous learners are flexible and adapt to the change. Another big thing is maintaining networks, being well-connected and helping connect other people. Wow, that's a lot of information from the Associated Press, but how do we drill down into specifics on what we can do now to start being continuous learners? I'm gonna share two ideas with you on professional continuous learning. Mentoring and the opportunity to learn a new skill. So let's talk about mentoring. When I say mentoring, I mean seeking out a mentor for yourself or seeking to be a mentor to another person. By definition, a mentor is a more experienced and knowledgeable person who teaches and nurtures the development of a less experienced and knowledgeable person. In an organizational setting, a mentor influences the personal and professional growth of a mentee. Most traditional mentorships involve having senior employees mentor more junior employees. But mentors don't necessarily have to be more senior than the people they mentor. What matters is that mentors have experience that others can learn from. I love this quote about mentorship. Choose a mentor who is just a few steps ahead of you so they have a good idea of where the potholes and landmines are. You can seek out opportunities to help others refine their skills in the workplace or just collaborate with someone who has a different skill set or position than you. Now you're thinking, why do I need to be in a mentor relationship? Well, studies show that employees actively participating in a mentor relationship have improved career outcomes, increased employee engagement from both the mentor and mentee, and intentional and increased sense of inclusion. Seeking out a mentor can be done on your own or through your leader or HR partner. If you have someone in mind, schedule a short meeting, express your interest in being mentored by them, Come with an action plan of what you want the mentorship to look like and an outline of expectations, but then allow them to review and adjust as you work together to set the final plan into action. Own your development and seek out a mentor. If you already have a mentor and are looking for a mentee, again, you can work with your leader or HR partner to express interest in helping others in your organization learn and grow. If you already have a mentee in mind, Request a meeting with them, express your interest in their development, and ask if they'd be open to connecting with you to discuss their growth within the organization. In most cases, mentees learn from their mentors and mentors end up learning from their mentees. That's such a great way to grow and help others grow within your workplace. The second way that I think you can grow professionally is to take a course or learn a new skill. Sometimes what holds us back when it comes to continuous learning is a limiting belief that we're just not meant to be good at something or to learn a new skill. We think others are more naturally talented in that area, so we'll just leave it to them. It's what Carol Dweck would call a fixed mindset, believing you've either got it or you don't, and no amount of learning is gonna close that gap. Many people are consumed with proving themselves in their careers. Every situation calls for a confirmation of intelligence, personality, or character, and then an evaluation of, will I succeed at this or will I fail? Which unfortunately holds people back from learning or trying new things. But I'm here to share some good news. 
The opposite of a fixed mindset is a growth mindset. Belief that everyone, including you, is capable of continuous improvement through learning and practice. It's not hard to guess which side of the mindset you'll find your continuous learning friends on. The great thing about the growth mindset is that it's learned. Yes, you can learn it. The growth mindset sees the hand you're dealt or the situation that you're in as just a starting point for your development. You can take action steps each day to work on a growth mindset, and before you know it, you'll be convincing others they're capable of learning just about anything. A couple small reminders as you consider taking a course or learning a new skill. Remind yourself that this is about effort. It's not about talent. Try and replace the word failing with the word learning. View the course as an opportunity you get to do, not something that you have to do. And be open to trying new learning tactics. Take ownership over your attitude as you jump in to a new course or learning a new skill. A few simple ways to take a course or learn a new skill might be through a training course that your company or a local group offers. Your leader or your HR professional can help you get connected with these courses, and oftentimes employers sponsor a course or a group that you can attend for free. Or maybe you want to reach out to a peer, a mentor, or a senior leader and ask for ways that they've kept their skills sharp and learned new things. You could also consider joining a professional group or association to network and attend meetings and conferences. I'm personally part of the Central Iowa Society for Human Resource Managers, and I attend monthly meetings with speakers and lecture series options. There's so many great and free resources. Online, you can find books and podcasts, videos and training modules. You name it, it can likely be found online. Search for courses or certifications related to your position or industry, and you'll likely have a list of new options to explore. As a reminder, always add any new skill, course, or certification to your resume. So let's recap. How can you grow and continuously improve professionally in your workplace? Number one, seek a mentor or mentor others. And number two, take a course or learn a new skill. Today, I want to leave you with a quote from one of my favorite authors and motivational speakers. John Gordon. He says, success is often measured by comparison to others. Excellence, on the other hand, is all about being the best we can be and maximizing our gifts, talents, and abilities to perform at our highest potential. Pursue excellence today. Thank you all for taking the time to listen to this podcast. And I challenge you to go out and be 1% better. Thank you for listening to the DSM Employment Ready Podcast produced by the Greater Des Moines Partnership. To listen to more tips, tools, and techniques from this series, please visit dsmpartnership.com.